Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this sunny, clear, sky blue day. Oh, it's going to be 68 degrees here today. Is and, it really? Uh-huh. That's why we're going to go for a bike ride. Where I haven't talked about, you know, I haven't talked about my triathlon. Not in a while. Since I said I was going to do it in 2024. Guys, she uh, she stuck with it. All right. She's not giving up on this dream. I love it. Come up a little closer. You are really far away on the mic. Sorry, sorry. I just, I want to make sure that we don't get tons of all the things background noise because I got to turn yours up because you're far away. Turn it up. Sorry. You know, me, me editing. I feel like I learned a lot from last week. So we're just going to keep getting better in the audio quality, but back to the triathlon. Right. The important things. Um, yeah, it's been one full month of training. I've sustained one injury so far. (laughs) Yeah. She comes in, she's like, guys, I think I think my knee's broken. No, I did not say that. I never said my knee is broken, but I was a little worried I fucked it up pretty bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have to remember which podcast I'm podcasting on. I'm trying not to say fuck on the other podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't yet. I've said shit, but I haven't said fuck. Well, oh. you just did six times here. So, well, I mean. Not a clean episode. I hope you're not listening with your kids in the back. <laughs> uh, Yeah, sorry. Just throwing it right out there. But yeah, so I, I messed my knee up. Basically, it was a combination of like, too many days running and buying new shoes. Mm. And then one of our friends did dry needling on my knee and that was perfect. And I think that helped me recover a lot faster. So I'm not running yet, but we're swimming and we're biking mostly right now. And we'll try and bring running back in once I do some rehab on my knee and my legs. Yeah. I mean, take it easy. You really went from zero to a hundred, right? Uh, yeah. Like, you went from not working out maybe in the past five three days years. A week. Yeah. <laughs> not three years, just two. Two years. Yeah. I was working out really good until I got pregnant with Logan. I know. These pregnancies just throw you off your game. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not my fault. Okay, so babe, what are we talking about today? Oh, this is going to be an exciting episode, guys. Uh, we're kind of deviating from what we usually talk about. We're talking about uh, we're buying our first flip. We are. Um, we had that in one of our first episodes. I think it was our first episode of the year, or maybe it was last time. I don't know. We talked about it because that was one of our goals this year is to buy a flip. Right. And somehow it happened the next week. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's bizarre. You know, you have to be ready because mm-hmm. when deals come up. You can't think about it. You don't have time. You don't have time to think. I actually had been thinking about this because I was thinking about like, if this was any client, like no client would have moved as fast as we moved. Well, no, I tried to give it to a client and he's like, okay, man, let's set up a showing in a couple of days and, do, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be no, gone. We can't do this. I don't have time for this. Thankfully you didn't. No, when you, I mean, guys, when you see a steal, you're not going to be the only person that notices. Yeah. So you got to get on it. Get on it. Uh, I don't know how we got, we got so lucky, but anyway, so that's going to be kind of what we're going to talk to you guys about today. And so we're going to walk you through the story of how we found it. Yes, absolutely. Before we go there, uh, I kind of want to go off on a little rabbit okay, trail if we can. Yeah. Um, the reason I think it's important for us to talk about this is for you guys to not just see yourselves as agents, but you're also buyers and sellers of real estate yourself, right? You should be. You should be. I think that every successful, really successful agent eventually moves from just being in the transaction portion to being an investor themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I mean, we make a great living, you know, doing the transactional things, but getting onto this side, 
that money is exponentially better. And it's interesting because I've been in, you know, all the real estate agent Facebook groups and something that they, there was one specific guy that talks about this a lot. He's like, guys, get off doing transactions and get into flipping or just like wholesaling and, or, or buying and holding real estate, any of those. And you are so strategically positioned better than anyone else. The reason we could pull the trigger in a matter of hours is because we knew the market. We knew that this yeah. was half the price that it should have been. Yeah. It didn't matter what the condition was. Yeah. We were going to buy it. Yeah. It really, once we like, yeah, just knowing what properties go for in our area, it yep. was like immediately we're like, what the heck? Exactly. So how did we find this property, Johnny? I was cruising Facebook Marketplace. I think I was actually going on to take a listing off for something stupid like $25 that I had sold six months ago and I got another message about it. And I'm like, why are people still messaging me up about oh. this? Well, I get on there and I guess Facebook and the algorithm, it curated, it knows I like to look at houses. So it, it popped one up right there. Yeah. First thing I saw. Really? For sale by owner. Yep. And I'm like, huh, two, two for 159. I'll stop and take a look. Yeah. I did. It was an A-frame cabin. Uh, no pictures of the interior. Cabin is not the right word. An A-frame sort it of has house. the potential for it an A-frame. Has the potential for an A-frame cabin. cabin. So yeah, it was. It was. Listen, it was a shoddy piece of real estate. I keep telling people it is the ugliest house I have ever seen in my life. Listen, if it's ugly and it stinks, it smells like money. Okay, <laughs> that's the dang truth. That's true. So you found this property was listed at one fifty nine. Yep. You're immediately messaged the seller and we're like, hey, we want to go take a look at this today. Oh, I didn't just do that. I messaged him and I didn't get a response in like 30 minutes. That wasn't good enough for me because I knew Yeah. I can't wait around on this guy. So what'd you do? Uh, I went online and looked up his number and I started texting every number associated with his name. Yeah. Eventually got his sister who said, this is his number and reached out to him directly. No way. Hell yeah. I was not going to wait on shit. That's great. Mm -mm. Um, which honestly, you we probably had a leg up because of that. I don't think anybody else got in to see it. Besides, well, anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. So he told us he had one offer, verbal offer, at mm -hmm. 135. Yep. And so we were like, well, okay, that's fine. If we have to pay, pay 140, fine. Yeah. Um. But so then we decided we like literally called Johnny's dad and we're like, hey, can you come just stay at the house? Liam's napping. Just stay here. We'll take the baby with us. Exactly. And he's like, sure. He like lives. How many houses? Ten. Ten. He said ten yep. houses down the road. I keep saying a different number every time. <laughs> <laughs> he's there. He's on the block. He's on the street. And so he like came right over and we left. And it was like a third. It's like 30 minutes from our house now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not bringing the baby in this house. I don't know what the condition is. So I sent Johnny in first. Um, it wasn't, and it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. And so I was like, okay, we can bring the baby in. Then I went and looked at it. Right. And then we were like, okay, let's go in together with the baby. Cause there was no like major mold issues. It smelled a little bit like smoke, but I mean, it was nothing like hazardous. No, it, it smelled <laughs> like an old rental house. Yeah, exactly. That was the smell. Um, so anyway, so we like basically kind of did our own mini inspection. Well, yeah. I mean, how many inspections have we read in our career? Exactly. Like we Countless. know all the things to look for. Yeah. And we know the things that don't matter. Yeah. 
Like, exactly. Oh like, my gosh, there's a piece of siding falling down right there. Well, we're going to replace it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter at all. <laughs> so we ended up, yeah, we ended up just doing our little mini inspection, mm-hmm. writing out all the things that we were going to need to fix, replace, repair, yeah. all the things. We walked into this house saying, okay, we're going to flip this bad boy. Yeah. So because we, we were like, okay, we... Before we even went to the house, Johnny quickly ran numbers around the mm-hmm. property to see like what were houses going for in the neighborhood. Of course. And the lowest sale in the neighborhood was two eighty. I think that's right. In the last two years. It's so it, we were like, yeah. Well, that's a great sign. Well, so we drive to this property, guys, and little did we know it's an HOA. It's community. an HOA. Yeah. We're like, What? Never would have guessed. No. So that that is a plus right there in my yeah. book. You know that now HOA is very loose. It is. Um, but Okay. So we reached out. We contacted the head of the HOA. Yeah. Uh, because we have to do our own due diligence. Yeah. And he's working on it. He's doing everything yeah. he can to, to bring it back up to snuff. So anyways, long story short, we see the property. Right. And come home and we plug everything into this calculator. Yeah. I got a calculator off the internet, guys. Anyone can Google it. Uh, if Just reach out to me and I'll send it to you. doesn't matter. Yeah. Or we could put it in the show notes maybe. Sure. We can figure that out. Whichever. Um, and after running the numbers, they were a little tighter than we thought. Yeah. So. Because it needs a new roof. It has no HVAC installed. So that's going to be a big process. And by see, I saying new roof, that means like it's an A-frame. So you need a new roof. Lots of lots of shingles. Yeah, it's a lot of surface or, area. Or tin, whatever we end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then potentially it needed new decks. And the decks are massive. Two decks, upper and lower. Yep. Um, there's a lot of random concrete work. A lot of trash we got to haul off. The guy who bought it did haul off a lot of trash already. Yeah. A lot, we can tell. But there's still at least a dumpster full we need to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? So we looked at the kitchen and we're like, okay, we can rehab these cabinets. Yeah. We were like, I think we can rehab these, which I think we could. Definitely. It would be a little sketchy, but I think we could do it. The flooring we were, I was freaked out about. I reached out to a developer buddy of mine that I work with and he's like, I showed it to him. He goes, it's tile. He's like, uh, uh-uh, nope. You can lay stuff right on top of that. I wouldn't take it up. We're like, okay. Yeah, that saves us a lot of cash and a, a lot, lot of time. A lot of money and time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, so yeah, when we went into it, the first time we walked away, we were like, okay, like the numbers are a little tight, even if we go at 135, which is what the other offer he supposedly right. had. Um, so we were like, look, dude, we can do 125. We just want to make sure we're, you know, making the numbers work. And he's like, literally, I would lose money if I took 125, but I can do 130 and we were like okay how about this we'll do 129 and we'll pay you one thousand dollars option money today to just sign this contract and be done with it exactly at 130 we were still great yeah we were still fine the numbers worked so yeah i said listen let's bump it down to 129 i don't want to give you a night to think about this i'll give you a thousand dollars today just to sign this piece of paper yeah like lock this shit down and so they agreed he agreed yep he agreed we got it done um, his internet is awful, so getting him to digitally sign stuff was a nightmare, mm-hmm. but we got it. Mm-hmm. So we're closing, hopefully, um, Wednesday. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday. yeah. <laughs> this will come out on Monday. We'll hopefully close Wednesday, assu- assuming the title and everything comes back fine. 
Yep. But um, we are paying cash for this because mm-hmm. you guys know we just sold our house. We were looking for a flip. We weren't looking to buy cash because we didn't think a deal in the 100s existed. No. Yeah. We were already reaching out to yeah. hard money lenders, trying to figure out what the numbers would look like there. And I'm super excited that we can save so much money just in lending yeah, fees. exactly. Right? So, yeah. So we hopefully close Wednesday. And... Um, do you want to talk about how we've pivoted? Yeah. Okay. So our plans for the property, right? Go. (laughs) Okay. So night one, we're, you know, running all the numbers to fully rehab this thing, Mm -hmm. make it, flip it into what I believe would be a great Airbnb. It has so much potential. Um, so for people to, someone to buy it and use it as an Airbnb, we wouldn't keep it as an Airbnb. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I built my little Pinterest boards. I've got all my like sage greens and woods and black and it's going to, it's going to be beautiful. Um, but so then we went back out the next day because we had to get the septic inspected. That was the one thing that I was like, look, that's the only thing we have to get inspected because we don't know. Big ticket item. What we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. What we're dealing with. So we can see everything else with our naked eyes, but we got to have someone to dig up a septic. So we set that up. And when we went back out, we kind of walked the property again. And I think the reality set in a little bit more for us of like, this is a big project. Like this is like a studs, tear down to studs almost. Yeah. I mean, I. Inside, outside, massive outside renovation. Through my eyes, I was actually getting more calm about it because. Again, I spoke with my guy who does this, and he's like, nah, keep the decks. Decks are all good. You can recover those. Uh, You know, laying the flooring on top of the tile would save us a lot of money. The walls, after a second look, I'm like, our painter can probably make this work. Um, I felt like we were saving money that direction. I felt the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I think it wasn't even so much the money as much as it was the time. Like, I felt like a lot of these things were going to be super time-consuming, even if they weren't expensive like sanding the decks down yeah um just a lot of random electrical outlets fucking everywhere pipes everywhere that we just didn't know where they were coming from adding in the hvac is going to be a big deal Mm -hmm. um so there were just like enough things that i was like and then and then we were sitting there like okay we got to schedule we got to come up what is the timeline what is Mm -hmm. what is the order the process are we going to get the roof done first are we going to get the inside done first what -hmm. what are we going to do um and i don't know who said it first who brought up the conversation but i think it was you it wasn't me i think it was you yeah the conversation came. we were walking outside and i was like you know i i've run the numbers and we might make the same amount if we just sell this next week. Yeah. Um, so that's. So, so then we just started looking at the property. We're like, maybe that's not the worst idea to do like no work and still come out about about I, the same. Yeah. I mean, my heart hurt a little bit. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, we can see the vision for this yeah. property. I was and- invested in the in the project. I really was. But if you take a 30,000 foot view of this and you say, okay, if we can make the same amount of money and have zero headache. And we don't have to run the risk of, you know, finding mold or yeah. we we could run into something that would be terrible. Yeah. We have no idea what's behind those walls. Um, or, you know, maybe the roof costs twice as much as we budgeted for. Yeah. Right. We don't know. Yeah. And that's the thing is like this calculator runs rough numbers, but like 
we guesstimated the square feet of the roof yep. as best we could. And we tried to overestimate what mm-hmm. it would be, but we, we may be wrong. Yeah. So um, all that to say, we are, we are in a place of when we close on Wednesday, we are going to have it cleaned up. Yeah, we're going to get a dumpster out there on Thursday, hopefully. Yep. Take all the rubbish out. And spend the weekend just getting all trash on the property off. Yep. Like all trash. He got it 90%, but there's mm-hmm. still a full a full trash load. I would say even we should probably rip up the carpets everywhere. Just okay. go ahead and get them out. Sure. I mean, they're mostly ripped up anyways. They just have to get them out. That's fair. I think it'd be worth doing. Okay. Just give it really a blank slate. Yeah. And, uh, and then we're going to take photos and put it on the MLS. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if we can get what we need to get to, to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Right. So we're going we're gonna to try that. I, I don't think we're like, we don't really care which way necessarily it goes at this point. I don't think so. I think even if we were, are we going to talk about what we're going to list it for? Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Anyways, we, we have some numbers in mind of like what mm-hmm. we would like to get. What would it be worthwhile for us? Definitely. Um. But we feel like we are in a place of like, this could be the next leg of our business. Exactly. Yeah. I've started after this happened, right? I'm, I'm trying to take a step back and say, wait a minute, are we missing something? Is there more here? Are we missing an opportunity? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer to that is yes. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity out there. So I'm focusing on that because if we could do one of these once every two months, yeah. eventually once a month, mm-hmm. we'll double our income easily. Yeah. That would be really, really great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that. <clears throat> um, so yeah, um, kind of some advice if this is something that you guys are possibly looking into getting into is with running the numbers. You know, it's really important that you see the property in person. Mm-hmm. That has to happen. I don't know how investors... Well, what you do is you... Either the numbers are so good that you can't lose. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah. you buy yourself due diligence time, right? That's yeah. what you do. We got like two days due diligence. Is that right? I think so. No, no. We signed seven. He had no idea what he was signing. <laughs> yeah. Guys, off-market properties are great. You know more than they do. And you can't advise them of anything. No. They're so not a client. I asked for seven days due diligence, I think. Yes. I'm pretty sure I did. Well, I guess we're still under due diligence. Right and now. I mean, but we also paid a thousand dollars option money. Like, right. really, we would only have walked away if the septic was such a big issue that it was like a full redo. I mean, we were looking at forty thousand dollars. Like, that was really only. I think they're fifteen. Who knows? Maybe getting rid of the one that's there and putting yeah. a new one in. But, um, but yeah, no, exactly. He didn't have an agent to say, "You don't have to do this due diligence." Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't think we did bad by him at all. He walked away with 10 grand. He's going to walk away with 10 grand. More than 10 grand. Well, depending on how much he yeah. spent on different fees. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, and the story behind the house, can we sh- do you want to share the story? Sure. It's kind of funny. So the story behind the house is, so he bought the house at auction mm-hmm. and with buying the house, he inherited some biker dudes. <laughs> okay. So, all right. There's more to the front of the story. His mom is a broker elsewhere or, or an agent, at least elsewhere in the state, right? And so she said, hey, go to these. I'm going to tell you which ones to buy. Oh. And so he bought three of them at the same de- on the yeah, same day. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so 
the first two, he's like, okay, I can flip these. I can do it. And so that's what he does for a living, right? He's out there flipping these two. Yeah. Um, this other one has just been a thorn in his side mm-hmm. because biker dudes were biker living dudes. there. And yep. so, and we learned some more information from, <clears throat> excuse me, from the HOA president that like these guys really were like setting stuff on fire, <laughs> not the house, but the oh yard God, and like yeah. burned a neighbor's shed down. shed down or something. But they were like threatening him to like burn the house down to kill him. Like all these crazy. Th- I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast because well, shadow ban us anyways, whatever. <laughs> if that's a real thing. Really? Yeah. You like, have you seen on Facebook and YouTube when you say like, when someone says that word, it will like bleep it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Oh. Whatever. Anyways. So they were threatening him and it took like two months for him to get him out of the property. Bingo. I don't know if he had to evict them, but that could have cost some money. So, uh, but yeah, so he, and then after that he hauled off trash. Right. Yep. And thank God because the house is completely empty inside. Yeah. That could have been a wreck. Uh huh. But even so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. That doesn't, uh, to me, that's nothing. That's me paying someone eight hours to yeah. and a, renting a dumpster, which we're going to mm-hmm. do anyway. Yeah. So hopefully one day late next week or over the weekend, we can haul all the trash off. I won't be able to help you because our repair is gone next weekend. <laughs> uh, I'm not touching trash. Oh, okay. Are Excuse you? me, bougie boy. I'm just saying, like, this is a business. Oh, okay. Okay. Think like a CEO. Okay. Think like a CEO. I'm like, your ass is going to be hauling carpets out of no. there. No, uh, we did talk about we're going to hire some like day help to. I ran get the, the numbers. Yeah. I can get four guys out there working eight hours. Are Ooh. you going to manage them? Heck yeah, I am. Okay, good. Because I'm like, you're not just going to let these guys sit on there and do nothing. No. Uh-uh. And it's like 650 bucks all day long. Let's go. Yeah. That's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to go ahead and get the rest of the trash off the property I'm even wondering if we should take down that little structure behind the house just to clear things out a little. We need to take down that that weird like like pallet shed. Yeah. But, but not the chicken no. house. Oh my god. There's this like shed it's a that's made out of shed. plywood. Guys, it's cute. And as it's hell. got like four inches of chicken shit on the bottom of it. I mean, someone, I hope, I pray, is gonna take that and like paint yeah. it this cute teal color and throw some chickens in there and just love it. No. Love it to death. Someone's going to bulldoze it. Whatever. But the view, the okay, view. Yeah, that's the other thing is it does have a. It's at the end of this road. I got to get my water. Going up like this ridge and it has an amazing mountain view. It's, I mean, maybe we just got super lucky and we'll never find a deal like this again. And I don't think we'll ever make money on a deal this good again. But. The way I look at it, if we can position ourselves to make 30 grand on every deal, yeah, it's worth it. Well, I, I know actually. So what kind of started this conversation was I have a friend who does flipping and I had lunch with her and we just mm-hmm. talked all about it. And she has friends who buy auction properties and they can turn more of a profit around 100000 Really? Yeah. If you can buy the right property, do the minimal fixes. Yeah. So, and a lot of these foreclosure properties don't look to be distressed. No, absolutely not. Um, okay, so while we're on that, talking about foreclosures, this is a lead gen opportunity, guys. Yeah. Um, I was looking through foreclosures because, you know, it's what I'm going to start doing now. 
And uh, I noticed that one was actually on the MLS. Hmm. Uh-huh. I reached out to him. I said, it's it's on the MLS for fair market value. Yeah. And I asked, I was like, so um, I got a, I have an investor, you know, I have, I have a client interested. Are they flexible on their price? And he said, well, we're going to, we're going to come down, I think 10 or $20,000 next week. Uh, but they're not going to give it away. And I'm sitting here in the back of my mind knowing, well, if you don't sell this in the next like yeah, it 30 is about days, to get given away. it's going on the block. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's something that we're trying. We have found where you can look up anybody who's been given a foreclosure notice. Yep. And I mean, they give you warning before warning. Before, of course. Like they give you every opportunity to try and figure out how to make it right. But unfortunately, some people just can't. And okay, this could be a state by state thing. I know it is. But in Georgia, you don't pay, you don't stay. Yeah, right? that's true. It is different in every state. So they with, say that at every closing, like, the attorney makes sure and tells the like person five times. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm going to start doing is when these notices come out, I'm going to start knocking on doors. Yeah. And I'm going to say, listen, I'm not here as a vulture. I'm not here to, to try and make money off of you. I think you might be in a situation that I can help. Yeah. Can I buy you a pizza and let's sit down and talk? Like, can we just either list your house? You'll walk away with money. Every single person who bought a house three years or more ago is sitting on equity. It doesn't matter what you've done to your house. And I don't understand why that doesn't happen. Mm. Maybe there's a, a facet of this that I don't understand. But if people are served foreclosure notices, why don't they just sell? I know. It, they can't be upside down. It's hard to believe yeah. that. I, I don't know. It could just be they don't want to lose their house. They don't know where they're going to go. It's going to be more expensive to rent. I mean, it will be. But, but if you have a foreclosure, <laughs> you are blacklisted for seven years. Yeah. Is it seven? I think it is. I don't know if it's seven. I know bankruptcy is. I don't think it's seven. I think it's a little bit less. Really? Yeah. I think it's a little less. Don't quote me on it, but I think so. Don't quote me on anything. Um, so speaking of pizza, what do you think about that idea? No one's going to not open the door if I show up with a pizza. They're going to be like, we didn't order a pizza. That's weird. I think it's a little weird. I think, think it's a weird? little, I think it's a little bit like misleading. Well, of course it is. I'm tricking but people. I, yeah, I don't, we don't do that. We're not tricky people. What? I'm just giving them a pizza. Have a yeah. pizza. But I think just, I don't think you have to like buy it from them. I think that people automatically would have their guard up. If you're trying, like if he's bringing me a pizza, then he's trying to do something to me. I don't think it's going to be like a nice gesture. Oh, yeah. I would not find it to be a nice gesture. All right. Listen, guys, that's a 70% idea. Don't take it. This is, you just got, you just got to witness one of our like. Yep. That was it. Was Johnny real has time. an idea and Lizzie's like, <laughs> let's go to the reality of this idea, honey. Every, every girl is listening in their car saying, yeah, I would not open that door. Are you kidding me? They're like that's how you die. Right. Yep. Yep. If you are not a pizza delivery person and you show up with a pizza, pizza, it's death. So should I go buy a Domino shirt? Or is that even weird? No, weirder? that's even worse, <laughs> honey. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's go back to our slides. Here we go. Um, so how kind of can you get into the flipping and investing game is what we kind of wanted to talk about because a uh, majority of you guys don't just have cash laying around that you can put into a property. Right. We didn't until we sold our house. Um, so maybe go sell your house. Well, <laughs> okay, kidding. so yeah. There is a barrier of entry if you're going to try to go the auction route. 
Right. Exactly. That you have to have cash. There's no way around that one. Bingo. Uh, so you could HELOC off your house. I think you yeah. could treat that like cash. You could. Um, or just start going to these places that are not MLS, right? You, I, I would be looking at Marketplace, Craigslist, where people who just don't know are looking to sell their house. Yeah. I think Marketplace, we were talking to our financial advisor yesterday. We were telling him about it. He's like, people sell houses on Marketplace? And we're like, a lot of people try to sell their houses Absolutely. on Marketplace. Like a very good number of people try it. Yeah. And they do work. I even, actually, I know that for a fact because I called a FISBO yesterday or the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was driving in a neighborhood for a showing and I saw a sign, took a picture. Yep. And that same sign had been there a couple months ago. And so I call, I looked it up online and it was nowhere to be found on Zillow, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I called and I was like, maybe this person just put a sign in their garden has no clue. Happens all the so time. So they called me back. They were really nice. And he was like, oh no, I actually listed it on Facebook Marketplace and I got tons of interest and someone in the neighborhood, actually their kid's going to buy it. So yeah. I mean, so, so get out there. This is one of those furiously fast lead follow-up things. Like if you want to get a good deal, you have to be there and be ready to go. Um, I think where you're going with this, though, I'm sorry I took you off off track. No, it's okay. Is when you're going on listing appointments, guys, it's very common for you to say, okay, by the way, something my brokerage offers is um, is like a cash offer program, right? I think mm-hmm. everyone has one yeah, now. there's everywhere. But you should also consider yourself a cash buyer, right? Yeah. You are not just there to list a house. Yeah. Like you could just buy the house. Yeah. Why not? I think that there is a little bit of a caveat that like you do need to tell the person like, I could probably get you this if I listed it on market. But if you don't want to deal with the hassle of that, I can pay you this for Absolutely. today. Absolutely. So like you got to be upfront with them. You can't just like trick no. them into thinking yeah. their house is only worth this amount and so sorry. And then they, you go and relist it a week later doing nothing. And then they're like, what the hell, man? No, that's a great way to get an ethics complaint. Exactly. So you do need to be very honest and upfront. Like, look, if I, and hey, who cares? If you list their property, you make 10K. If you buy it and flip it, you probably make a little more than that. Exactly. But you still are going to make money if you can do one of the two. And a lot of people are willing to pay a convenience fee. Exactly. Right. I think I forget. I think it was like ten percent of sellers want to click the easy button. They don't want to list their house. They just want to do an iBuyer. It's amazing. So, our neighbor, our next door neighbor, to where from where we just sold our old house, they sold off market, off market for uh, so much way less. lower than they should have. But it was uh, that's not uh, our. It's not our circus. Not our monkeys. That's true. That's it's true. Fine. Um. So. People are willing to do it to just not have to deal with the hassle of showings mm-hmm. and cleaning up their property and decluttering. Like if they can find someone who wants to buy it as it is. And and I think that that also is is a really big pull that you guys should be thinking about is saying, listen, uh, if that's a, a dumpy house, if, that, if that's a hoarder house, leave it. You don't have to clean it out. Yeah. Again, guys, for $1,500, we, you can have someone clean it out. Yeah. Did we talk about the one we went and looked at? Before this one? No, I don't think so. Okay, so we did go look at another property, and it was an estate. Mm -hmm. And they were going through all the junk in the Uh, house. And we ran the numbers, and it just wasn't going to work for us. But the like, we were like, would you guys be interested in just 
walking out the door today and never having to touch anything again. And they the were like, the expression on their face. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Because that's the burden, right? Yeah. The money is great, but the burden of going through everything. Yeah. The emotional. That's so much. They were just, but so we're going to track that and just see what it ended up selling for, what they're going to realize it. But it was just too many. Yeah things. I was like, ah, I just don't want to. Well, no, this. but you have to be discerning when mm-hmm. you're doing this. Yeah. Right. You don't want to put money into a bad deal. No. So run your numbers, look yeah. at the neighborhood, know what you can sell for. That's right? And that's why if you as a real estate agent are not investing in properties, you are missing out so much. You have more knowledge than anyone exactly. else in the market. Yeah. You should be able to make a quick decision. Yeah. So use that. Um, I think that was it for today. Is that all we got? Yeah. Uh, wish us luck, guys. Uh, we may come back here in two weeks and, and say, say, well, we're going to be flipping this property now because nobody wanted to buy it for what we're listing it for. I really don't think that's going to happen because... We'll, I'm I'm 50-50, but it was interesting. The HOA guy was like, what are you getting it for? This number? And we were like, <laughs> uh, like 50000 less. Right. So he thinks, hopefully, that... You know, he's not an, uh, an expert in the market, but he does live in the neighborhood and probably has a good pulse on what mm-hmm. he feels the values might be. Probably a little inflated, as I, every homeowner feels. Right. Um, but we're like, okay, well, that's at least a good track. I'd be fine with, you know. Again, less. if we walked away with 30000 which yeah. is, I think, half of what we're projected to make. Yeah. Then we're happy, yeah. right? Yeah. The time and effort and planning yeah. could be worthwhile not to do anything. And then we find the next one. I think that um, the price point that we're going to list at, it's not going to be an issue because there's nothing on the market in that price point. Like No, we did the, I mean, in the whole county in not just in the county, but mm-hmm. in the mile radius, like the only things that exist are mobile homes and this one's not. Right. And less acreage. And this one is I think this is going to be great. I still think we're going to be at a price point where an investor is going to say, this is a killer Airbnb. Yeah. And that's who's going to get it. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. We'll Hope see. so. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right, guys. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Lizzie has more podcasts to record today. Got a meeting in three minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.